This is the Detroit Evening Report for Friday, July 29, 2022. I'm Dorothy Hernandez from WDET News. Detroit elections officials are gearing up for Tuesday's primary. That includes enhancing security measures at Huntington Place where ballots will be counted. Detroit City Clerk Janice Winfrey says protests by Republicans following the 2020 presidential election led to threats against her and other poll workers. At the end of the day, that's the reason why we've beefed up security. And as a result, um, I think people know not to try the shenanigans that they tried in 2020, or they will be dealt with. There will be a bigger police presence while counting is taking place, and everyone who enters the building will be subject to metal detectors. Winfrey says she's expecting total turnout of 12 to 17 percent in the city, including 40,000 absentee ballots. The Michigan Supreme Court has ruled the state civil rights law protects LGBT people against discrimination. Those protections cover employment, education, housing, and public accommodations. Attorney General Dana Nessel is the state's first openly gay statewide elected official. She helped argue the case before the Supreme Court. She says the decision means respect and equal dignity under the law. The state's 1976 Civil Rights Act covers 10 protected classes, including race, religion, weight, marital status, and sex. The legislature has long ignored efforts to add specific LGBT rights language to the law, but the court found that the word sex in the law covers sexual orientation and gender identity. The city's assessor's office struggled for years with staffing shortages, inaccurate records, and left $12 million unspent. That's according to a new independent audit of Detroit's residential property tax assessments. The report, presented last week to the Detroit City Council's Budget, Finance, and Audit Committee, found Detroit can't prove the accuracy of assessments that determine Detroiters' tax bills from 2010 to 2016. Bridge Detroit reports the city council requested the audit after it was discovered that Detroiters were overtaxed by an estimated $600 million from 2010 to 2016. District 6 Council Member Gabriela Santiago Romero told Bridge Detroit the audit findings are difficult to hear, since thousands of Detroiters have lost their homes due to tax foreclosure. From 2005 to 2015, almost half of all residential properties in the city of Detroit experienced mortgage or tax foreclosure. Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan and five Democratic state lawmakers announced $15 million in additional funding for a home repair program that aims to help lower-income seniors and homeowners with disabilities. Renew Detroit was announced last fall as a $30 million home repair program, and the additional money will help 500 more residents over two phases. The extra funding will allow the program to fix roofs and windows. The city will accept applications in October. To be eligible, homeowners must be 62 and older or be a homeowner of any age with a disability. Be approved for a 2022 property tax exemption through the Homeowner Property Exemption Program and must not have received a home repair grant from the city of $10,000 or more in the past 10 years. As the number of monkeypox cases rise around the country, the city of Detroit has begun providing doses of the vaccines used to treat the illness. Denise Fiorazzo is the city's chief public health officer. She says the Detroit Health Department is providing doses of the vaccine to any Detroiter who may have been exposed or suspects they have been exposed in an effort to help mitigate the spread of the virus. Monkeypox vaccinations are being administered at the Wayne HIV STI Clinic and the Detroit Health Department. The CDC recommends the vaccine be administered within four days from the date of exposure to prevent the onset of illness. The disease can spread to anyone through close, personal, often skin-to-skin contact. 
The World Health Organization over the weekend declared the monkeypox outbreak in more than 70 countries a global emergency. Thanks for joining us for the Detroit Evening Report. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at DetroitEveningReport at WDET.org. I'm Dorothy Hernandez, WDET News.